of the Ask Geeks podcast. I'm your host, Adrian, and here's your other host right here, Spells. How you doing today, Spells? Hey, man, I'm just, let's just say I'm present for duty, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, how you, how you been this week? How, how, how this week was? A strong week? Strong week for you? <sighs> man, some bullshit, but <clears throat> I feel like every week some bullshit when you got an adult, you know what I'm saying? Pay bills and wake up to go to work and stuff, so. I mean, I get saw with that. I can understand that to a certain extent. I haven't hit that point yet. I haven't hit that point yet. So far, I haven't had a problem waking up to go to work yet. I haven't. I haven't started hating my job so far. I'm just like, it's just a job. Don't love it. Don't hate it. But I don't. I don't mind it. So I'm in a. I'm in an okay place right now. I hate my job. And I can't, I can't even really get into it because it's on wax. But we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. I feel you. I feel you. So today, to start off with, what we're going to jump into is, you know, primetime Deion Sanders brought in Brittany Renner for a educate for educational purposes for his team. <laughs> he brought them in. And what were your initial thoughts on it? Um, <coughs> responsible. Genius, because you know, one, it you can learn a lot from women. <clears throat> a lot of these dudes don't know, don't consider a woman's perspective from things. So, getting that in any type of situation, no matter what the subject matter is, is you know, enlightening for young men. Um, but <clears throat> got a lot of clicks, brought a lot of exposure to the university. She's an alumni, so it's probably an easy match. It benefited her as well. And I'm sure they picked up something, but um, in, in reality, there should be some type of course like that for those men, just in terms of dealing with the opposite sex. You know, there's a lot of, <clears throat> like, what is it, like, Title 10 cases, whatever, the little sexual assault cases. Like, and a lot of that is just from them not knowing what consent is. So, like, a course like that, with just dealing with the opposite gender or relationships in general, would probably be beneficial to be, like, instituted in institutions across the nation, HBCU or not. <clears throat> Don't mean good on prime for doing it. Yeah. I can see it. I actually actually watching a video, I saw it trending for a while and everything, and I was like, oh, I can already tell what it's gonna be. But when you actually sit down and listen to it, some <laughs> some of the things she say actually they do make sense. And I also like that we got um I don't know if that's from the same, I think it's from the same thing, but we got another um, perspective between her and the PJ Washington thing as well. So she was talking about everything like that. And then she was talking about like how nobody's here for nothing. Nobody's here for nothing. She's like, it's a lot of give or take in these type of things. They're like, y'all know who you are. And naturally, if you play a sport, that's an incentive to talk to you and everything. And then, um, She's like, a lot of times, like, women, men in general, blah, 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 they have this good thing going. She was talking about how she has all these check marks, your favorite rappers, your favorite athletes in her DMs. And she's like, when you get to a certain status and everything, you, like, basically, you can have anybody you want. But at the same time, she was trying to, she actually talked to them about, like, yeah, don't don't be dumb with it. You got to know, you got to be able to tell the difference between the girls who want you and the girls who are just seeing the check. And then she was like, there, there's, there's certain things you pick up, up whenever you're, 
Oh, I apologize. Well, yeah, I'll say that she was saying like there's there's basically certain things you pick up when you've been in this game for a while. So it's not. So I, I like that she brought that up. I, I like that she was talking about that because it, it it makes sense. You're, yeah, you're trying to make the NFL. You got to understand that the things that come with that. I've heard Brittany Renner talk before about our PJ Washington situation and just her perspective on those type of situations. I know she she speaks very intelligently. I don't, it's just like the, she marches herself in a different direction, but that's because she's intelligent. I don't know. Okay, man. yeah. Let me let me so, get this. So let me say this. If she didn't, if she didn't market the way, herself the way she did, what a lot of people know about her would would she be as popular as she is now? Of course not. I said she did it because she's intelligent. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, that's, that's what it's just understanding what sells, right? Yeah, yeah. You gotta, you gotta know. You gotta know. You gotta know your market. You gotta know your viewing audience. And she does. And she's playing. She's playing it smart. So that's so, why. That's why a lot of these. Wait, go ahead. So let me ask you this: If you, if you're Coach Sanders, what are you hoping your team takes away from this? What my team takes away from this? Um, I hope they get that. I know that it's easy to say, hey, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Don't yeah, you know who's coming to try to talk to you, to actually talk to you, or know who's coming for a check. But like, I hope they really, really understand that. Because you see it a lot in professional sports, like or even just like celebrities, period. You'll see a lot of these famous people dating the same girl. You see a lot of these same girls bouncing around, blah, blah, blah. And it's because they know the game. Yeah. They know, they know, they know when they keep their mouth shut. Don't they're not gonna be dropping all these other things. They're not gonna do X, Y, and Z, and they know what they're doing. So they're not gonna they know your brand as well as their brand. They're, and they know, but they're no more important most importantly, you're a brand. Whether you're trying to be an NBA player, NFL, superstar, whatever, you're a brand. So they're not gonna tarnish your brand or tarnish your reputation because they know your brand which is why like i said you see a lot of these same girls going around with the same guys because they're like you never hear anything out of those girls you never hear everything these guys could be doing all these things and you're never going to hear about it you're never going to hear about it. like think of like the scotty pippen thing for for example <laughs> you keep hearing about his wife and all the things she's doing Wow. But she's like, there's a lot of things Scotty did, and I could air out his dirty laundry, but I'm not going to. I mean, because if she did, then again, these other people won't talk to her because they're like, she can't keep her mouth closed. She so you see her mess around Malik Bees, you see her mess around with these other, you know, younger athletes, other people like that, younger celebrities. But you're like, you don't hear her say anything. You don't hear her tell their business. Yes, her business is out there, and that's kind of the bullet you have to bite and the price you have to pay. But if you're gonna be in those circles, you have to know how to play the game. You got to know the rules of the game. Well, also her not telling her their businesses in the circle she runs in, in the circle she runs in, NDAs are like prevalent. So you know, there's a lot of shit she can't talk about. But I'm saying, even though not just her, but other people, she other examples. There's plenty of other women. Like you see the Kardashians. You see, like a lot of people make fun of like Kendall Jenner because they talk about how she's dated Blake Griffin, Devin Booker, Ben Simmons, um, and all these other NBA players. But it's like you don't ever hear her say anything about them. Yeah. You like you don't you don't hear any of these athletes' business get aired out. Like if you listen to some of these athletes when they retire and they're done, they talk about some of their stories and be like. 
they be like, you know, there be they be at the hotels. There's all these girls and women waiting at the hotels for them. Some get past security. Some make it all the way up there and all these other things. It's like you see all these women and yeah, they got they got stuff at home. That's their business. That's their relationship. What they do, what they do with that. But on the road, they do what they do and you don't hear that stuff getting out. You saw an old girl from the Sun that was talking about how she was messing with all those Suns players. She oh, was yeah. doing all these things with other team, all the other stuff. I guarantee you don't see her in those NBA circles no more. I guarantee you she comes to those parties. She ain't messing with none of those athletes no more because you can't be airing out their business. You air out their business. She's talking about how basically she let them run like the entire Suns team run a train on her. And basically, no, no, I remember the story. Yeah. So, but you can't you can't be airing that out. It whether we know it's true or not. I mean, who knows? Only they know. But you can't be airing that business out if you're gonna be in the game, which means that's how you know she's not she's new to the game and she's over there trying to, you know, come up on social media and all these other things about again, her Maybe chasing a little cloud, she took herself out of the game. Is a crazy part of the game, I'll tell you that. What? I said running through the whole team is a crazy part of the game for being new to it. Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, I don't know how they pay their dues, but they will do what they do. Podcast that respects women and whatever you, whatever you know, y'all body, y'all choice. I mean, yeah, I'm all for like, I don't like, hey, if you want to go out there and do whatever you want, do what you want. That's your life. I can't tell you what to do. You're an adult, do what you want. But I'm just saying, just be smart about it. And again, being smart about it goes into not airing out business because, yeah, protecting your image because. I mean, I know a lot of people are, you know, comfortable with their sexuality. I mean, I'm comfortable with my sexuality and everything, and they're they're open to talk about it and everything like that. But <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I'm just so people married, of course you are. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm talking about like I, I'm saying, like, you know, some people you act like marriage means anything nowadays, anyways. But you know, there's other people that be like they be scared, and they don't they don't feel comfortable talking about certain things and everything like that. They be like. There's things that they're not comfortable with. They see it as taboo and all these other things. I'm like, hey, mm-hmm. do what you want to do. I mean, just be smart about it. Like, be comfortable. You're comfortable with doing that. That's within your com- like. You're comfortable doing that. Do what you want. Mm-hmm. So, I remember when that stuff was trending. Everybody was dogging it. Well, more you saw more than that. People were saying the same thing. I'm saying, why are you airing this out? Why are you saying this? Blah blah blah. And then other people started talking about the players at the time who were on the team. But then it's like. Why are you saying this? Yeah, man. Just any, anything to go viral and catch the clicks is what people want to do now. It's just the thing. Yeah, that's the that's why clout's a dangerous drug. Yeah, man. It's a very, very dangerous drug. Kill you slow, like never mind. <laughs> yeah, but going back to that, yeah, that Britney thing. I mean, yeah, I agree. Uh, what's called Coach Andrews? He's smart. Dion was Dion was very smart in that it makes sense. He 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 brought them out. But you asked what I hope they learn. What 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 would you hope your players took took away from that? Um. Well, for me, it's interesting because like I would think these are things you already know, right? Because well, maybe not. 
I, I would hope they would just pick up. I would hope they picked up something because there's so many different people that have like a different understanding of things, and so like the levels of a. I guess, I guess empathy is the word would vary. So I just would hope that they grew in some way. Just sitting there listening to somebody, another human being, tell them how they think. You know what I'm saying? And they'll be able to absorb that. I mean, it's that <clears throat> that that football team is in a very very peculiar and blessed position, being coached by Deion Sanders, where they're gonna get more exposure than any other HBCU football team that is in the country. You know what I'm saying? They're yeah. getting on ESPN two. They're they're getting new uniforms, and I mean they're winning champ. They won the conference championship. I mean it's just they got to make the most of it. So I mean I would hope anything, any opportunity, anybody that comes to speak to them, teach them, show them something, bounce something off of them. I hope they make the most of it because I mean people would kill to be in that position. Yeah, you're not lying. You're not lying at all. But yeah, so that 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 was our opinions on that matter. We're about to take a short break and we will be right back. Money. And we are back. You know, that break wasn't that long. Got some water. Do what we need to do. Take a, you know, do what we need to do. But let's jump into this second half. And this is something we've talked about before. We mentioned it before, but we talked about it on the other side. You know, we've talked about the Ben Simmons side of things, how they need the free Ben Simmons, everything like that. They don't want to trade him. They're holding him hostage, X, Y, and Z. Talked about Marvin Bagley in a similar situation until they fired Coach um, Luke Walton, and then once now he's starting to get playing time, he's actually starting to look good again. Now, let's look at it on the opposite side. Somebody like John Wall, who at the beginning of the season, they were on mutual like agreement that he wasn't going to play. They both agreed, hey, you don't, we're going to, this um, situation isn't good for me. This situation isn't good for you. We aren't going, we aren't looking for similar things. Let's go ahead and just break and we'll look for a trade partner. Now, we're on this other thing where he wants to play now. At first, he didn't want to play. But now, after watching everything, he's like, yo, I know I said I didn't want to play, but now I want to play, so I want y'all to play me. But they're still like, eh, we don't want to play you no more because we're trying to, you know, tank. We're trying to beat OKC out for that number one C, I mean, number one pick and everything. So what what are your thoughts on that? Uh I mean, at first I wondered if he just wanted to play to kind of help with his rehab. You know what I'm saying? Like, he figured they'd take him anyway, so fuck it. Let him go out there and work some shit out instead of playing in the league. But uh, it, it seems odd if he was with, sitting out at the beginning of the season and then to change his mind in the middle of it. He may be looking to, you know, go elsewhere. So he, he may be able to put some film out, show he's healthy. So he still got something. But I, I can't imagine that he's a starter. Um, mm, no, let me take that back. It depends on the team. Like, would you like him in Boston? Absolutely not. Why? What do you mean? Why would I want to pay 40 mil oh, for no, a no, point? No, no, no. I didn't, I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. 
if he accepted a buyout, would you like to move up? Nah. No, he's not. He's not. If this was John Wall, like three, I I love John Wall. I was a big fan of him when he came out. Like you know, always doing the John Wall repping on the song and everything. I love John Wall coming out. But here's the thing: he's not. The last time we saw John Wall, he wasn't good. Everybody's like, "Oh, well, he scored. He averaged twenty points a game." Yeah, that's cool if you're a box score watcher. If you watched him play, you saw he wasn't good. I don't care what team. numbers you can put up on a bad team if you don't look good. Yeah, you, but you're playing on a bad team. You're not going to play. Ugh. Okay, his last year in Washington, he didn't look good. Okay. He didn't look good. Okay. So that's what I'm just saying. And he's just getting older and older. So his athleticism isn't there anymore. So the things that made John Wall, John Wall aren't there. It's like, okay, if John Wall became a better shooter, then yes, I can see. But last year, he shot like 30% from the three. So he's still not a good shooter. He shot more threes, but he still wasn't a good shooter. So you have a not as athletic point guard who's not going to be bringing a lot defensively. He can. He still ha- he's still a high IQ player. John Wall was one of the best point guards yeah, when like, he was bro, in his prime. He doing, bro? He's a ball handler, dog. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He so can the handle league, the ball. The he can play make. Ball handler, the need high IQ players that need people but, that at least have the the knowledge of how to put the ball in the bucket. Any team that's trying to make a playoff push, they you know, not gonna take. Going, he wouldn't be a. St- oh, you're shitting me, bro. Nah, yeah, I don't. I'm. John, I'm. John Wall is a free agent. I swear to God, he would not be a free agent for more than two weeks, if, especially hey. if it becomes like later in the season. Well, yeah, I'm yeah. sure people would take a chance on him, but I don't think just because they take a chance on him doesn't mean he's gonna be good. Yeah. I just don't think John good. Wall is himself and because like I said I'm just going like last year even defensively he looked awful that's what I'm saying the things that make John Wall John Wall he was a high athlete he's a slasher he's not a good shooter he is a slashing point guard who is not as athletic anymore isn't bringing you anything on the defensive end and he's just gonna be playmaking and it's just like you can get basketball is people can improve though right yes but when he's and why would you take a what? How old is he came in in 2011? So he what? He's like 32 now. What John was like what 30, 32 something like that. That's not that. That's not that old, bro. I'm, but here's here's what I'm saying. Why would you? Why would you bring in John Wall at that age mm-hmm. and have him doing whatever? Okay, he's 31 years old. So why would you bring in John Wall to be taking minutes away from? Whoever else you have on the court is like John Wall versus this 23, 24-year-old. Nigga, I'm gonna John give Wall it, can help you and he has a better basketball IQ than that 23, 24-year-old. Yeah, as a like, veteran, but I'm saying he's not going to contribute like big. T- like If you want to bring him as like the seventh, eighth man off the bench, no, I'm sure, yeah, you can you can be yes. okay. But you asked me would I want him in Boston. No, I wouldn't. Okay, he I wouldn't help that, but you you drug that you drug that answer out way too long. Well, I'm telling I'm trying to tell you why I wouldn't want him in Boston. In the league, but no, no, I'm telling you why I wouldn't want him in Boston. You you because you asked my question about Boston. I'm like I would not want him in Boston for all these reasons. He can't shoot. He's not a good defender anymore. At least last time we saw him. Again, if he comes out and he's just hooping, then I take everything back. All respect to John Wall. I hope he actually does prove me wrong. I'm I don't think he's that good anymore. All right, let me ask you this. If if Boston were to sign him, he is the what number best player in your team? He's not even a top eight player. I wouldn't put him in the top eight. I would give Dennis Schroeder minutes over John Wall. 
John Wall would be the third, fourth point, the third, fourth guard off the bench for us. Hey man, if you're listening to this, I want you to come on YouTube and like just why you just that, the the cleanse yourself of this slander that Harrison gave you. Just okay, John, again, was, John Wall in 2016, 2015 was good. Tape. 17 look up, good. Look up his high school hoop mixtape. Oh, so is John Wall in high school right now? Or is he 31 years old? Cleanse yourself. Okay. Have you watched Dennis Schroeder play lately while you're saying that? He had 30 no, last Dennis night. So he had 27 the night before. I'm not, Dennis but Schroeder. Can, but, but look, you don't have to. Have, it doesn't have to be either or, though. Well, I'm saying you. You said in Boston, you, you where would he be? You Dennis said Dennis, where he where he would. Dennis Schroeder is our six man. So oh, if he's not better than our six man, oh what? Bro. Like okay. that's what I'm saying. Bro, bro. Okay, I understand. You don't want him on the Celtics. That makes sense. <laughs> we can move on. Well, I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm just going. Cause you are you acting it seem like I'm crazy for not wanting him in Boston. Like you said, like like I'm saying, like I'm not saying like you know, he's. I don't think he's. I wanting him in Boston. Where you be like, all right, he's not. I mean, we got eight best player. I'm like, all right, cool. Like this nigga tweaking, but that's fine. I mean, he 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 literally at this point his career because you gotta think I'm not you're not playing you gotta think of it in context saying eighth best player but then you're like okay yes because of reasons obviously John Wall is better than somebody like Grant Williams but John Wall is not gonna be out there playing power forward or small ball five so there's context with it so it's like okay so that makes Grant Williams more valuable than him have anybody asked him to. John Wall plays, bro. bro shut the, bro. Down. Stop it right now, bro. Stop it right now. What are you talking? Yo, you trolling? Uh, you trying to get a reaction out of me? No, 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 not anymore. But I see John Wall. I think he could go to. Uh, I think there's some teams out there that he could go to and actually contribute on. I just don't think he'd be a starter caliber. I think he just kind of like. You, I see John. Uh, unfortunately, right now, I see John Wall in the same light as I see kind of like Boogie and I see Kimba. That's mm-hmm. kind of where, in my mind, when I think of John Wall, that's where I associate him. I see John Wall, and I'm like, yeah, Kimba, um, what's called Boogie, and it's just it's just tough because I mean we got to see is John Wall gonna be healthy all year? We don't know. We don't know if John Wall is gonna be healthy all year. We do know the answer is no. Yes, okay. He's not going to be healthy, so he's not going to put up crazy numbers to where it makes sense for him. And the whole thing about his buyout right now, he doesn't want a buyout right now. He's yeah. making 40 mil. He doesn't want to buy out, and Houston's not going to buy him because they're not going to just throw Because like At this point, it's like, yeah, we can extend you, blah, 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 but we'd rather just keep you as a just there until your contract runs out rather than be like, okay, we'll buy you out, extend your contract and then be paying you for the next 10 years and have you on their cap. We don't want you on our books for that long because we're extending your contract out because we decided to buy you because Boston did that with like KG. We were paying KG. I think we might. No, I think we stopped paying KG like last year, the year before, I believe so. Or we might still be paying KG. I just know we were playing, paying KG for a long time. You see a lot of players do things like that where they're, like their teams are still paying them for a long, long time. Like Luau and I don't, Dane. Huh? Like Luau Dane. Yeah, exactly. Like, do you wanna so you'd be like, okay, yeah, he's not playing for us anymore, but we wanna go sign this player in free agency, but dang, we don't have the cap space because we decided to buy John Wall out five years ago. So that like, being you know, said, so that being said, why don't you fucking play him? 
Huh? Because why would you pay? You have two very young guards. Well, you have more than two young. You have a bunch of young guards right now. You got to think, basically, the only, they even took Daniel Tice, basically. They sat him down for a while. He didn't play for a little bit. He stopped playing. They right. sat him down, and they just paid him in the offseason. But because they're trying to go super young. But, they're but trying to be this, like. Check this, check this, though. What? But if you play him, maybe he performs well in pockets, and he entices somebody. You know what I'm saying? To trade for 40 mil? To maybe, or to trade for some of it. It depends. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, nah, I just don't see that happen. Why would you do that when you have, again, you have Kevin Porter Jr., you have Jalen Green, you have Josh Christopher, you have these young guards who are trying to prove themselves. You're like, hey, this is our future. We're giving them 30 minutes a game every game because this is our future. If how, you how put John Wall in, it takes away their minutes. How many years left on John Wall's contract? Uh, I'm not sure. Give me one second. But in my opinion, yeah, I was say in my opinion, I just don't like, especially as a big advocate of it. I love Kevin Porter Jr. I love Jalen Green. I wouldn't want to see them like lose out on their minutes. It wouldn't make sense to to make them lose out on their minutes because John Wall is there, and it's like, yeah, it's cool. He's a good player, and I've seen a lot of people talk about, him, and I think. I agree with what they're saying. Oh, he's a free agent in 2023. Cool. So. Like a year and a half. Yeah. So my thing is, I think John Wall would help in this regard because if you if you watch Rockets games before Jalen Green got hurt, Jalen Green and Kevin Porter Jr. were struggling big time because they were trying to create their own shot and they were struggling with it. Kevin Porter Jr. is trying to play this point guard role, and he's trying to create for others and try to score at the same time. And that's tougher than people make it seem like. Like, playing the point guard position is a tough position. Going from a shooting guard who was just all score first to being a point guard, he's like, okay, should I I set my team up right now or should I score right now? He's still trying to figure out the game. He's young. And then Jalen Green is – you watch his that you're like, dang, yeah, he can make some tough shots. You might see him, like, go off for 30 one night and then go off for two the next night. But then you look at him, he's shooting the same shots, but they're very tough shots. It's not like he's just wide open and bricking. Yeah. He's shooting a bunch of contested, very, very tough shots. And if you have a player like John Wall, I would I would admit – he would he would make Jalen Green's life easier because Jalen Green wouldn't have to dribble and create for himself. John Wall would create for him. He would be that playmaker to set him up. And I think John Wall's skill set is perfect there. But at the same time, it's like, yes, he would help them in that regard. But at the same time, I'm taking away their minutes to find playing time for him because I can only well, – how I'll have right now, unless we're going to have be very, very undersized – the way we're going to have it, only one of them can be on the floor with him at the same time. And if that's the case, then it's not. Re- I'm not really getting what I want out of these players because I want them to go out there, go through their growing pains, and learn and figure it out on their own. Yes, John Wall will make it easier, but they at the same time, we want to make them figure it out. And then going into next year, they're going to have just as bad of a year, get draft picks, you know, just add more youth to the team. It's just it's just tough to find minutes for him at this point. It's not tough to find minutes for John Wall, but I understand what you're trying to say. It is um, tough to find I mean, if for him. Develop, if John if Wall playing, was in OKC, would you want him playing, playing over Shea and all them? Um, and Josh Giddy? What? Would you want if, um, what's it called? If, 
what's going on? If John Wall was an OKC right here, would you want him playing over your number six pick in Shea right now? Or would you want, because Shea's been struggling all year. Everybody's been calling Shea a fry. I don't think he's a fry. I think Shea, SGA is really good. I just think he's struggling this year. But because he's struggling, would you want to bring in somebody like John Wall be like, hey, I'm going to make y'all's life easier so y'all don't have to struggle like this. But in, on the other hand, I'm going to be taking away the minutes from your rookie, Lou Dort, and what's called Shea. Would you be okay with John Wall coming to OKC? You block him playing when CP3 came to OKC? CP3 and John Wall aren't the same player. It doesn't. So what? Neither the fucking um. John Wall. I mean, CP three. John Wall's not leading onto the playoffs. SGA is able to play off other guards, and our coaches are able to draw up lineups with three guard lineups. Like we we can adapt to that. And rookies and rookies and young players need to learn how to adapt to different lineups and do find different ways to impact the game other than scoring the basketball or doing the one thing they're comfortable with. So, like, yes, I would be okay for John Wall coming to the fucking OKC Thunder if the, if it aligned with the organization's plans. If it didn't, like, if he was make us too good for our draft position, then I would understand not wanting to bring him. But, we but he's not going to make actually, you too good. If we were trying to actively win and we thought he would help our team, then, yeah, fucking bring him. But he's not going to make y'all win. So he's going to help y'all lose games. So you still want him just to help y'all lose games? Yes. If he's gonna help us lose games, please God. But y'all could just lose games without him, and just have your young guys struggle. Plus, I don't think John Wall also wants to have be in another bad situation. I think he wants to go to a team where he can try to contend. But at the same time, it's like I don't know. I, don't, I think a team like the Clippers could use John Wall because he wouldn't have to really worry about scoring. They already are a good defensive team. They just need a facilitator because they don't have a true playmaker. So I knew they were going to – like so it's like you see that everybody's kind of creating their own shot. They don't really have anybody setting them up. Yeah, Bledsoe's okay, and he can score. He's not the best playmaker, but I just feel like – I can see John Wall going to a situation like that and being a playmaker-type player. I just don't see him – I can't see him like being on a – other than that. Other than that playmaker, I don't know. Hopefully we see him on the court soon, and I mean, hey, he makes me eat my words. But until yeah, man, then, I felt John Wall apology tour coming this um, <laughs> this summer. You say yeah, okay? I mean, if he comes out and he hoops, I don't have a problem. My pr- I don't have too much pride John to say Wall, I don't to say when I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, I'll come out here and say, hey, I was wrong. John Wall was hooping. Hey, I apologize. But until then, hey, I'm saying what I say. I see, like I said, I, right now, he's in the Kimba, DeMar- Boogie, John Wall. That's how I see them, think, all three, the same. The good. I think the Clippers, the only reason I say the Clippers are because the Clippers are in need of a playmaking point guard. You can see, they're the still, Sixers. huh? That's what I was thinking about the Sixers. Nah, because the same thing with um, Tyrese Maxey. I like Tyrese Maxey right there. I, I like Tyrese Maxey, too. I just don't. So what I'm saying is, like, you think because he's there, he's replacing them. He can just be a replacement for them. He can be their their reserve. It just depends on what role he's willing to play, honestly. Well, yeah, I, I get what you're saying, but I'm not. I'm not saying replace. I say replacing them in the regard in the regards for like in OKC in in Houston. Yes, I see him replacing a lot of their minutes because if you have if you're very guard heavy. And it's like, okay, I got like three, four guards that I want to get quality minutes to. Mm-hmm. 
then yes, he's taking away some of their minutes, and that's not what I want to do. But if he's somebody in like the Clippers or he's somebody in like Philly, I mean, I guess I can see in the Clippers, I can see him only get I can see him coming in for like 12 minutes a game, 15 minutes a game, and just making life easier for some players. Mm-hmm. I guess I can see it in Philly. I don't know if I really want that in Philly though, because Philly, I feel like Philly doesn't need that. I guess they could use a true playmaker, but I don't think they really need a true playmaker. Huh? Doc is there. Yeah, I feel like a lot of like coaching goes with it too in your schemes. And so I don't feel like they need that true playmaker to make their team work. Like their team can work and be like move other ways. Not saying that Tyron Lue's scheme out there and the Clippers can't work with it because Tyron Lue's a great coach, but I just think with their the structure of their team, they would need a playmaker more than Philly would. Mm-hmm. But I guess I can see Philly. I'm trying to think. I'm like, uh, then looking at the other guards. I mean, Seth plays more shooting guard anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess I can see it over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I used to do a little my GM on 2K. <laughs> I mean, but here's the thing, though. We're saying all these things, but that's if he agrees to a buyout. Like, he goes to these other places because nobody's that's trading for this ends because nobody's trading for that contract. Yeah, no, that's the problem. That's the problem. If John Wall didn't wasn't making forty million, he'd have a job and he'd be on the court. Well, yeah, like I, mean, I said, so, probably playing like ten to fifteen minutes a game, but he'd be on the court. Yeah, but I mean, the forty mil is not a bad retirement plan either. Because I mean, if he don't, if he rides out the rest of the contract without playing, I don't know if he gets picked up in a relevant role again. Yeah, I don't think so either. Because then by then he'd be thirty three, going into year thirty four. You haven't seen him play like. You remember good basketball really in like three to four years. I don't know. You remember when they used to really want to hoop? You remember when AI used to really want to hoop so bad and the league wouldn't have him so he went to Turkey and hoop? <laughs> I mean, hey. Well, AI was also, he wanted to be him in hoop. He yeah. didn't want to come. Yeah, he didn't want to. But yeah, I do. Man, like, yeah, people, people like, look at IT right now. IT still, he's still hooping. He oversees hooping. He doing his thing. I mean, I. Where you at, China? I don't know. I, I can't remember where he was. I just remember I was watching clips of him. He was in a, some green jersey. He was talking about game winners. And I can't remember where he's at. I'll be wanting It'll, to watch those games, bro, but I don't know how to stream it, bro. I can't say how to stream it on this podcast. We're just going to leave it at that. All right, but we'll, we'll, we'll wrap after this. We'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll wrap another time about that. But, yeah, I mean, little, anything else you got to say about John Wall and his in free John Wall? Um, If he wants to be free. John Wall, yeah, yeah, that, that's about it. He he makes me he makes me think about other Kentucky guards and just how they've been as effective in the league. But it, that's another topic. D book, he affected. Don't ever disrespect. Oh no no no! I mean no, he he still hits. I mean they still hit, but like are are they hitting as often? You know what I mean? Because if you look at even how Kentucky performed in the postseason now, it's not as um. It seems that they, I don't want to say fallen off, but they're just not as potent as they used to be. I don't, I don't know about that. I think we had, I mean, we still had BJ Boston last year and everything. I, I can, I get, I can see that it hasn't been, you haven't been seeing the name. I mean, we, it's been a, a couple years where you haven't seen like, yeah, you didn't get Cat to come out. You didn't get John Wall to come out. You didn't get these people. But, I mean, we still have had a lot of great guards. I mean, Emmanuel quickly was out there, even though he's not, like, 
a superstar. He's still hooping out there yeah, and I mean, everything. Just the superstars, man. I mean, that's... I know that's I mean, Shay. So, is Shay not, is Shay not nice? Is De'Aaron Fox not nice? Weren't you just saying niggas was calling him frauds? I mean, I said frauds. I don't agree, well, but people Aaron were Fox saying it. Interesting, bro. De'Aaron Fox is interesting because I think he's nice as fuck. His team is just bad. I mean, yeah, he's having a bad year this year, but I always thought De'Aaron Fox was... I remember, like I said, I always say this. I'm glad they didn't listen to me. I'm glad I'm not a GM because I was... That before we got Kyrie that year, I was wanted us to get De'Aaron Fox, but we ended up drafting Jason Tatum, and then we got Kyrie. So everything worked out. I'm glad that worked out like that. But I am a big fan of De'Aaron Fox. I think De'Aaron Fox needs to be in a better situation. You put De'Aaron Fox in a better situation. I think De'Aaron Fox is just as good as John Morant and everybody else like that. He's just not in the situation to show it. Yeah, and I think it. I think he'll find himself in a situation soon. Yeah. So. I think that rings true for a lot of players, but it, it'll be interesting to see how Russ is holding out. I never thought I'd see Russ and LeBron playing on the same team, so anything is possible. Russ is a fucking nomad, though. I never thought he would be on so many teams. Yeah, I never thought we'd see him leave OKC, and when we finally saw him leave OKC, it's just been team hopping year from year from there. Outside, of that. It's just because, I mean... It's a big contract, and then people go in different directions. It's he, he brings a lot to the table, but at the same time, he brings a lot of positives and negatives. It's like you you have to live with that. Like, cause Russ isn't gonna change how he is. Yeah. He's not gonna change the type of player he is. He is this type of way. He's gonna go this way. So it's like you have to either deal with it, or you have to just move on. And other people try to deal with it at first. Like, okay, yeah, this could work, but then they see all those flaws pile up and all those other things is like and then when you get to the playoffs in the postseason his flaws just go up even higher because of the way everything else goes around him it's like uh i don't know if we can really play like this and be successful exactly because the way the way the way the way russ plays isn't always conducive to winning basketball like his effort is but like sometimes his decision making isn't and sometimes he'd be spot on. He's just inconsistent sometimes. Yeah, he's he's inconsistent offensively. He's not that good of a defender. He gambles a lot. He gets beat a lot defensively. And for somebody, like, a point guard can't be getting turned the ball over as much as he is, getting four or five turnovers a game. Because right. even whenever his usage rate went down, his turnovers were still high. In Washington, his usage rate was up, but then at the same time, there was moments where it went down, it fluctuated, but his turnovers, no matter what, were up. Over here, even in um L.A., yes, he's balling now. He's averaging like 28 and either 7 or 8 or something like that. He's hooping. He's hooping, but guess what? His turnovers are still up. He's still averaging well over four turnovers, almost five turnovers a game, and people were talking about that even before Braun went down. It was like, you're not even touching the ball the most on the team. You're the third option, and you're still getting almost five turnovers a game. Yeah, but you're only not you're not bringing as many assists anymore. You're bringing in eight assists, but you're turning the ball over five times. So it's not. But yeah, you said he gonna turn that ball over. Yeah, man. But I think that's just a symptom of him. I really, I truly feel like he's playing out of position as a point guard. Yeah, I think he I should be a shooting guard. If he was another position, stuff, like. I respect his effort. I respect how hard he's worked on trying to be a better passer. But I really, truly feel he's a natural scorer. And just because he can't shoot threes and shit doesn't mean that he's not a scorer. I mean, 
Oh, I agree. He averaged thirty a game. You can average thirty. You you can score the bat. I don't care what people do. Like, I'm I'm a big advocate of shooting basketball, but if thirty points is thirty points a game, it's not easy. If it was easy, anybody could do it. The same thing he says about his triple doubles. If it was easy, anybody could do it. But the other side of it is like the turnover. That's what I'm saying. Like if you were just a scorer, that'd be fine. If you were playing shooting guard and you know just dropping thirty, dropping twenty five points a game. Yeah. And you didn't have to worry about facilitating, playmaking, doing all these other things. I'd be all for it. But also, I think Russ is just out of control a lot of time. You see, he rushes in. That's the thing. He only has one speed, which is 100 miles an hour. He's not going to slow down. He's not going to change and be like, okay, I need to slow down everything. He goes 100%. And it's like, yeah, that that's good. That works sometimes. But sometimes it's like, yo, we need you to read the moment and slow it down. Mm-hmm. I can't have you going 100 miles an hour right now. That's but, frustrating as a coach because, like, that's a mental thing. That's a decision. You're like, yo, I need to relax for a second. Mm-hmm. But that goes in, like, the point guard. That's what I was talking about earlier. The point guard position isn't an easy position to play. It's a, it takes a – there's a lot of things you have to learn in order to be a great point guard. Or there's other things you can learn to – or if your situation is right to where you don't have to worry about those things as a point guard. And, yes, you like, like Curry, for example. Curry's a really good playmaker. But Curry also doesn't have to be the sole play. He doesn't have to have the ball in his hand all the time to where he has to do all the playmaking. Mm-hmm. He can look for his shot because he has other playmakers on his team to handle that. Like you have somebody like Draymond to handle that for you. Yeah. Like some players have that person beside them. They're like, yeah, I can focus on scoring because I have these other players beside me and they can facilitate for me. But then Russ, he doesn't really have. He's never played with a other than J, James Harden, but he's also a scorer too. He's never played with like just a pure facilitator to where he don't have to worry about any. All he has to do is worry about scoring. I mean, we're gonna see how it works with LeBron. Like I said, he had Harden, but Harden is still their offense was kind of janky too, running a five out and everything. So it wasn't like he was really doing everything. But with LeBron, we'll see how LeBron utilizes him. Everything he's gonna have to be using with cuts. We saw him struggle early on without LeBron and every or with LeBron, but that was also because Bogle was playing two big lineups for whatever reason. You got Russell Westbrook out there, LeBron out there, AD and DeAndre Jordan. I don't know why he thought that lineup would work because that's just, but it don't make sense to me. He's an NBA coach. I'm sitting here talking to y'all on a podcast, so maybe he knows more than I do. Who knows what he's saying? But it didn't work. But who knows? Maybe he had a better idea. Ever since they started giving more spacing, Russ has been playing better. Cause Russ needs spacing, and I don't, I don't know. I don't know why you wouldn't put a player like Russell Westbrook with spacing. Yeah, that makes no sense otherwise. Yeah, especially since AD is struggling this year shooting. He's shooting putridly from the three. You got DeAndre Jordan in the paint. LeBron has become a better three point shooter, but do you really want LeBron taking more threes than twos? It's like gets in a tricky situation there. I want LeBron taking whatever the fuck he feels like. I feel like when LeBron's comfortable and when he's playing loose, that's when he's most effective. Like when he feels like he has to strain and he has to put the team on his back, it's that's when you start getting he gets frustrated and flustered and shit. Like whatever yeah. the fuck LeBron wants to do, man. But that's why they brought Russ there, so that he doesn't have to deal with that. But anyways, we're off topic now. This has been another episode of the Ask Geeks podcast. Always, always, always remember... 
to respect women, but most importantly, remember to respect yourself. Because sipping ain't pimping, and we out. Uh... <laughs>